Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, Malaya Sago. Today we'll be discussing the absence of Black history in the school curriculum. Before we jump in, I want to introduce one of our guest speakers for today, Dee Davis. Davis is a 2020 graduate of Cumberland University in Lebanon, Tennessee. He graduated with his bachelor's in business administration and is from Indianapolis, Indiana. He has joined us today to reflect on his personal thoughts about how black history was taught in his school and how he quickly realized the curriculum wasn't catered towards people who look like him. I will now turn it over to Davis as he shares the poem, Caged Bird by Maya Angelou. A free bird leaps on the back of the wing and flows downstream till the current ends and dips his wing in the orange sun rays and dares to claim the sky. But a bird that stalks down his narrow cage is seldom see through his bars of rage. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied, so he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown but longed for still, and his tune is heard on the distant hill, for the cage bird sings of freedom. The free bird thinks of another breeze, and the trade winds soft through the sighing trees, and the fat worms waiting on the dawn-bright lawn, and he names the sky his own. But a cage bird stands on the grave of dreams, his shadow shouts on the nightmare screen. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied, so he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown but long for still, and his tune is heard on distant hill, for the cage bird sings of freedom. There's more to black history than just oppression and suffering, but the history books in our schools paint a different picture. In some, no picture at all. According to the research firm, The Insider, a 2015 study conducted by the National Museum of African American History and Culture in Oberg Research found that on average, only 8 to 9% of history class time is devoted to black history, and some states neglect the subject altogether. History textbooks also vary drastically from state to state, with some offering up more sanitized versions than others. The curriculum itself was always catered towards like the white like knowledge I guess like we all try to think of them like it's basically like white supremacy in the school system because we never really learn anything about our history we learn about slavery we learn about Martin Luther King don't really learn about Malcolm X at all basically they try to say he's like a bad he was a bad person you learn that and then you kind of skim over all of that go straight into civil rights, and now today. It was always kind of like, I didn't really ever get to learn my true history as a black man, as a black individual. In a lot of cases, textbooks water down our history to make it more palatable for white audiences by referring to slaves as merely workers or portraying the end of the civil rights movement as a happy ending, when in fact, black Americans still experience systemic racism today. Everything that was done to us was like, it's okay now because it's been fixed. Quote, like quotes. You feel me? Like, it's not. It's not. It's not fixed at all. Earlier this year, CBS News published the results of a two-month-long investigation about how black history is taught in the U.S. They took a look at the social study standards in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. According to CBS News, their investigation report found seven states do not directly mention slavery in their state standards, and eight states do not mention the civil rights movement. Only two states specifically mention white supremacy 
while 16 states list states' rights as a cause for the Civil War. When it comes to these missing pieces, Lauren McMahon, a senior education student at Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, expresses how this common curriculum only allows for remanifestation of the racism Black Americans still face today. We don't talk about all the stuff that happened in the 70s and 80s. We don't talk about the Reagan era. We don't talk about the Nixon era. We don't talk about all the ways that words were changed. If we don't look at that part, that piece to the puzzle, we're not going to be able to look at how it is manifesting in our world now. How is racism re-manifesting itself so we can keep having these systems that are at the end of the day racist? Like, we can talk about all the other social justice issues because they're not fake. And I get that not everybody who is white has had a perfect life. I get that. But that doesn't mean there's still a privilege in this country when your skin is light. That doesn't, it doesn't take away from that. And I think that that's the thing that they don't teach you that. Withholding our true history only assists in reinforcing racist behavior and the negative stereotypes placed on black women and men. From being used as experiments in the Tuskegee syphilis experiment to our joys of being the first doctors to perform the first successful open heart surgery, our history has been put away to make us feel a void. As I've grown older, I felt like really disregarded. I've always thought of it as like, like especially when I was younger, when I was learning about it, I'm like, well, this is what they're teaching everybody. So I guess like our stuff, I didn't know the depth of our black history. And I was like, okay, well, kind of just brushing it off because it's like, I don't know it. I don't even know that there is more. So um, I always, I, like I said, I kind of felt empty. Empty, curious, lost. Those words just sum up a little bit of how we feel. We do not have direct access to our history. But as technology grows, we have learned a lot of information through Twitter, internet articles, elective courses, you name it. Qaddafi Bilal, the president of NSBE, or better known as the National Society of Black Engineers at Marquette University, shares how he learned his black history. Most of my history that I've learned, I learn off of like one-off things like on Twitter or on social media or like from a family member like, oh, a black person did this. And it's a lot of black events like that are really important to our history as not only African people, but as Americans that gets kind of just glossed over. As 2020 comes to an end, we can already look back on this year and see how we became a reflection of those who came before us. Whether we learned about them through a tainted story or if it was one we had to learn on our own, we are still fighting for the same things. It's just a different year. Moving forward, how do we make sure that our history is taught appropriately hopefully, and truthfully, within schools, or just told across the board. You can email me your thoughts at laymax7 at gmail.com, L-A-Y-M-A-C-7 at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Let's Talk About It, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Until next time.